Thank you so much for connecting with Victory Church. The topic of this morning is self-talk. This is a beautiful Sunday morning, October 25th, 2020, our worship service number 213. For our viewers, we invite you to get your bulletins through the website, or you can also utilize the QR code on the screen. If you have a smart TV, quickly grab your phone, point towards the QR code, and download the bulletin of this message. Thank you so much. We want to say also to our viewers, we appreciate so much your support. You can uh, also send a, a, your contributions online through the browser. You can go to vchurch.us forward slash give or send a text 432-268-0007. We thank you all church members for your faithful contributions. Let's give a hand to all the faithful contributors to the church and also to our team, Sebastian, Michael, Tracy, Mary, and Wendy today. Self-talk. Do you talk to yourself? No. Yeah, sometimes it's confusing, right? I mean, for the ones around you, because you are talking and, and the ones around you are like, are you talking to me? Now, you know what happens in these days, a lot of people have devices like Bluetooth devices or headsets, whatever, and uh, you don't know if they're talking to you or what. <laughs> but one thing is true. Sometimes it could happen that you are telling yourself something that is not right. I have heard people saying to themselves, stupid, stupid. You know, and I understand it's just an expression. You don't mean it, but it's not right. It's not right. Now, what do you do when you are wrong? Well, that, that's what we are going to talk today, you know, how to handle those things. But the, precisely that is the idea. I, I want to introduce you to a beautiful concept that uh, many of you probably practice this self-talk in the right way, but... To begin with, we need to go to the scripture, where all this begins. It begins in the scripture, correct? So we read this passage in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. All together. I am the Lord. I made you. I am the one who created you. I have helped you since you were in your mother's womb. Isaiah 44, 2, section A. The Lord God is your creator. You know that. He made you, but even more interesting, he was working in your soul, in your body, in your features, even in your mother's womb. He was working there. So he knows you very well from day, the day that you were conceived. Are you aware of that? Some people say, well, yeah, I think God made me. But some people think that that was an accident. Some individuals see themselves like an accident. I was uh, someone that came to this world, but I don't understand why I came to this world. So that is wrong. You have to see the Word of God, understand that you were created by Him with a purpose, and he gave you features. This message has four sections. The first one is who you are. The second section is 
talk to yourself. The third section is daily talk. And finally, self-focus. So let's just start with who you are. When we read the scripture, who you are. Well, you were created by God. One thing that you need to see all the time is that you are not an accident. You are God's creation. Therefore, you are special. You are created. You were created by the good Lord. He made you with a beautiful purpose. So you should see yourself from that perspective. I was talking to somebody recently, and I said, you need to start seeing yourself exactly as the Lord sees you. Do you see yourself that way, my friend? I know. Most people, they see themselves like, man, I'm a disaster, and blah, blah, blah. All the bad things that we can think of. But after we understand that he created us, we have to see this other part that is even more beautiful, that he saved us. We are in church today. You are watching or listening, and you like the idea of, of all these godly things, and you say, I like all this. Wonderful, wonderful. And all that is possible by the grace of God, because the Lord Jesus paid the price for your salvation. He paid the price for your salvation. You are saved by the grace of God. So you are not someone there. You are not just one more of the seven billion people in the world. No. You were created by God, but also you are saved. So let me ask you this question then. What is your value? What is your value? Well, I don't know. <laughs> How much they can give me for a finger? <laughs> for a hand? Well, that's about your, your body, your organs, but what is your value? You know what your value is? It is the blood of Jesus Christ. That's your value. Your value is that he died for you. It's priceless. You cannot, you cannot put a number, an amount, so your value is in the blood of Jesus. You have to... I want, I want to encourage you to talk to yourself, all right? I want to encourage you to do that because you have to talk to yourself. You need to. But the first thing that you need to do before you start talking, you need to understand who you are. <laughs> you are created by God and you are saved by God and your value is in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. So when you are insulting yourself, Pay attention to this. When you are insult, insulting yourself, you are what you are doing is not appreciating the blood of the Lord Jesus. It's like, eh, yeah, he saved me, but eh. do you see that? That's not right. That's not right. Let me give you an example. You buy a present for somebody. You have two options to give a present. Something inexpensive, or something really, really valuable to you, correct? So if you buy something that is inexpensive, you just give it away, right? Here is your present. You know, whatever they do, it's fine with you. But imagine you have something that is of a high value for you, whether it's sentimental, 
sentimentally valuable to you or financially, okay? That is very valuable to you. And you give it to this person. And then one day, you go to visit this friend or relative, and then you find that present in a corner on the ground with dust and dirt next to the bowl where the dogs eat their food. <laughs> How would you feel? Are you following? How would you feel when you gave something so valuable to somebody and that person is not taking good care of that present, of that gift, how would you feel? You will be very angry. I bet that you, you probably will go and you will, on your knees, grab that thing, clean it, and then you say, I, I got to go home. And probably you won't say anything. You just wrap it because you already know. Watch this. You already know this person even will not notice. Okay. Now that you see the example, imagine every time you are insulting yourself or you are degrading yourself and you are not appreciating the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Imagine how the Lord God feels. Do you see that? That's why you cannot see yourself like you are nobody. No, you are somebody. Your value is the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. He paid the price for your salvation. You are saved. That's who you are. Now, your identity must be in God. You see that? Your identity must be in God. Not in anything else. Not in your degree. Are we proud of our degrees? I am. Not in a bad way, but yeah, I am proud of my degrees, my education. <coughs> I am proud of my inheritance. If you talk with me about my family, my parents, I can tell you many wonderful things about them, and I am proud of that. Whatever is what you have accomplished in life, your, your last name, your house, your car, whatever, your children... But those are things around you. That doesn't define you. That doesn't, that shouldn't define your identity. Your identity is not in your last name or where you come from or where you were born or who is your spouse or how much money you have. Your identity must be established in God. Do you see that? And you need to see yourself God's way. How the Lord sees you. He sees you with eyes of love. Therefore, when you are about to hear how you need to talk to yourself, the first thing is you need to start thinking of yourself differently, seeing yourself differently. You will go to the mirror and you will stop this thing about another wrinkle, another this, too much of this, too much of that. Less hair every day, etc. You have to stop that. You have to see yourself exactly like the Lord does. He sees you with eyes of love. You are valuable in His eyes. 
And as a result of that, you are going to learn to respect God. I want you to understand this, friends. People that do not respect do not respect God is because they are not aware who made them, who saved them, who they are. They cannot respect God for that reason. Whoever you know, you talk to these people and you notice how disrespectful to God they are, you have to understand this. The reason is that they are deceived. They don't know that the Lord made them and saved them and the Lord wants them, wants to bless them. But you are not one of those, right? You, are, you, you acknowledge God made me. He made me and he loves me and he, he gave me tons of good things and some other things around because that's life. There is no perfect life. But you... Define yourself in God. You see yourself from God's perspective. And then you say, wow, the Lord really is good. He has been good to me. Although I have been not too grateful. <laughs> Although I have not been too faithful. Although I have failed to Him, He still loves me. And as a result of that, you respect God. And when you learn to respect God, what is the next thing you will do? You will start to respect people. Your, your view about yourself will determine the way that you see life, God, and people. Let me repeat that. The view about yourself, your view about yourself, will determine the way that you see life and how you respect God and how you respect people. When finally you get it who you are. And you are so appreciative of the blessing of being alive and saved. Then you just love the Lord God and you respect him. And then you will start respecting people. That is where we need to start. That is when you start talking to yourself. When you are talking to yourself, you have to learn to lead yourself. I'm not a leader, I'm a follower, you say. Well, to a certain degree, we all are followers. We are. For instance, after church, some of us say, who wants to go out to eat lunch? And a bunch of us says, I will, I'll go. Where are you going? Somebody says, such and such restaurant. And we say, Okay, to a certain degree, we all are followers. We go with the flow, right? It's such and such birthday party. We, who wants to go? I'll go. To a certain degree, we all are followers. But in regards of your personal life, you need to learn to lead yourself. So once you know who you are, you will start to lead yourself with intelligence. And you will say, no, I'm, mm -mm. I'm not a stupid. You will stop yourself. You will... Mm -hmm. You grab those words. You don't insult yourself. You don't disrespect God with your actions. You do not disrespect people. You see, because you know who you are. 
So you lead yourself and you say, no, I'm not going to say those things. In fact, watch this, guys. In fact, I'm, no, I'm not going to think of those things. Do you understand? It's not enough just not to say it. But if you are thinking, I'm stupid, I'm stupid, I'm really stupid, I'm ugly, I'm this and that. If you are thinking if and your battle is not to say it, well, good for you, good first step, but it's not good enough. You, the main thing is to remove those ideas from your head. Remove them. Because who you are, you are gifted, you are talented, you are blessed, you are loved, you are special. Right? You can do things. The Lord is giving you the strength. He formed you. He made you. He saved you. So you understand? The way to start talking to yourself is leading yourself, leading your thoughts. Leading your thoughts. And then you're going to advise yourself. That is one of the most beautiful things to do. Advise yourself. You know, you find yourself in the midst of a situation and suddenly you start saying to yourself, is that the right thing to do? What if you do this instead? Are you going to respond also in an ugly way? Or can you control yourself and talk to this individual in a much better way? Advise yourself. Do I need to buy this? Do I need to use the credit card for this other thing? Advise yourself. Do I need to go again into this route with this new person that seems to be the one? Should I go to this activity, to this event, in a Friday night at 10 p.m.? Hmm, I need to advise myself. You see? Who you are. You are special. You are godly. God's creation. You don't insult yourself. You are leading yourself. You advise yourself. No. I don't think it's a good idea. And of course, you have to learn to correct yourself. You have to learn to correct yourself. What is the meaning of that? The meaning of that is that you will, you will need to say to, to yourself sometimes, what have you done? You go to the mirror, you go to the mirror, my friend, and you will say to yourself, what are you thinking? What is exactly what you just said to this person there? What are you doing with the phone? Is that the right thing to do? You have to correct yourself and say, what you just did was wrong. You better stop it. Do you understand? You lead yourself based on who you are. You advise yourself. You correct yourself. And you need to learn to get along with yourself. You have to learn to get along with yourself, to be friend to yourself, to enjoy yourself. You have to stop being mean to yourself. You have to stop this thing about you are ugly, you are this, you are boring, you da-da-da-da-da-da. Stop that. You need to get along with yourself. What about the daily talk, my friends? 
We, we understand now there are some concepts, that's the foundation. But what do we do on a daily basis? What is the daily talk you should have with yourself? You need to start with reachable goals. And you see, this is so beautiful because it applies to everyone. It doesn't matter your age, your gender, your height, your IQ, your nationality, how much money you have, or if you have or you don't have a job. If you are this or that, it doesn't matter. Everyone must establish reachable goals. But it's you talking to yourself. You say, what, what are the things that I can do today? What are the things that I can do this week? So you establish your goals yourself. Because only you know what is what you can really accomplish. Do you agree on that? Yes. Only you know. People can tell you, especially supervisors. They are good to tell you, okay, I want you to accomplish in every, in every day 10 of those deals. You're thinking, I only have done four in a day. He's really pushing it. <laughs> well, that's work. You can try. You can do your best. But when it's your personal life, you need to set for yourself reachable goals. If you don't have reachable goals every day, things that you want to accomplish, you will not go anywhere. I have a little joke for you. I was watching the baseball game, the World Series recently, and this guy says there are two strikes. Speaking about strike one, how many of you enjoyed that strike one, two, three last week? <laughs> I was good. I was good. You did good, you did good. Well, something like that, right? I was watching the baseball game, and there are two strikes, and the guy, the, the commentator says, there are two strikes. If there is another strike, that is going to be another out. <laughs> wow, that was a profound comment, you know? <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> you know? Reachable goals. My friend, you are yourself, you like certain things, you are who you are, nobody's going to tell you what to accomplish with your own life. Everyone has his own pace. It's different for a young person than an adult. It's different for an entrepreneur than an employee. It's different for someone with certain skills than other skills. Everyone is different, but you can measure what is what you can accomplish. Start there in your daily talk to yourself. What is what you want to accomplish that day? And in the meantime, listen, don't try to please everyone. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. You are trying to please people around you in your home, in your workplace, customers, phone calls, people in the church, with your friends, relatives. You are trying to, to make everybody happy. And it is impossible. It is just impossible. You will do your best. I understand that. You will do the best that you can. But there is a moment, my friends, where you just simply can't please everybody. And then you will go back to who you are. You are going to be nice to yourself. And you talk to yourself. You lead your thoughts. You correct. You advise yourself. You say, no, I don't think I can do that. Yeah, but I shouldn't say that in that way. 
I told you, I can't do it. Yeah, that was not right. I should apologize. You see how you are leading yourself? And then you go back to apologize, and then you understand you can't please everyone. That doesn't mean that you don't need to serve, help, and give, because that's the right thing to do. Everyone can do that. My sister and I were in the kitchen this week, and she was telling me something so funny that we have observed in certain, in certain homes. <laughs> so this is the story, right? So my sister is sitting there in one of these uh, bar, stool, bar, bar stools. Say again? She is receiving the translation. Thank you. So she is sitting in one of the bar stools in the, in the kitchen. And she says, imagine you are working hard there, serving, and, and there is someone sitting there watching you and says, I am amazed all that you can do in the kitchen. Wow. And then you go from the freezer to the table, from the table to the pantry, from the pantry to the grill, to the... <laughs> and you are like, new, 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 just moving, right? Like Atari. You remember Pac-Man? Bing, boom, bam. You are like that, right? And, and there is someone sitting there saying, that's amazing, that's amazing. And of course, how do you feel when you know that there are just some people being spectators. Yeah. You are like, hey, come on. <laughs> you can at least pass the napkins, you know. <laughs> Something, correct? But regardless how people treat you, attention. Attention, my shoppers. Regardless how people treat you, the right thing to do always is to serve, to help, and to give. That's the right thing to do. You need to say that to yourself. In a daily talk, you set your goals. You know you can't please everybody, but you are going to help and teach, I mean, and give to everybody because that is the right thing to do. All right? Very good. In your daily talk, you need to do some self-encouragement. And that is funny, you know? And why is that funny? Because it's true. Sometimes we feel so upset or sad or disappointed because people are so ungrateful. <laughs> How many of you know ungrateful people? People? How many of you have individuals around you that are ungrateful? All of us have those, right? All of us, ungrateful people. And when you are doing the right thing and giving and sharing and all that, and all these ungrateful people, you start to feel with the desire of stopping that thing, whatever is what you are doing. You get upset and you are thinking, I knew it. I knew it. They are... You know, you say all those things. Then is when you need to do some self-encouragement. 
you have to talk to yourself and you say, it's okay. But it's not okay what they are doing, but it's okay for me to do the right thing. And then I want to introduce you to a concept that I know many Christians will hate, but I really think that you need to consider this concept. is the self-praise. Self-praise. <gasps> That's sinful. We praise God. Yes, we do. But you need to also praise yourself from time to time. I'm doing a good job. And you know why you need to do that? Because of all this bunch of ungrateful people around us. Because there are more ungrateful people around us and people that are taking advantage of us all the time that if you don't hear a little praise, you will be really down. So you need to do some self-praise. And you need to say, well, that meal was pretty good. Yeah. Right? You say that. And now, and the rest of the people, you know, sitting there, they say, yeah. <laughs> that's well, that, that task was complicated. It was very complex, putting all these numbers in the computer and all that. But I got it. I got it. You know, now books are right and nobody noticed nobody says a word there is no flowers you don't send me flowers anymore <laughs> there are no cards no thank you notes then is when you have to do the self-praise what is what you do you say good job i got this thank done thank you lord i got it thank you lord because you show me father how to do it I have seen in many homes, in many families, and even in many companies, people that they were so generous and kind and serving, being transformed into people so depressed and down because they don't receive the praise from anybody. So they feel so discouraged that they say, whatever, I'm not going to do it anymore. Whatever. I have seen that. And you know what I say to each one of them? You need to do some self-praise. And by yourself. You're in your car. You're in your kitchen with your coffee in the morning. Or when you are coming back from work in the evening. You're in the car and you say, well, that was a good day. Not too bad. Not too bad. Good job. Good job. Thank you, Lord. We did good, Lord. You follow? Self-talk. Daily talk. And finally, we're going to talk about self-focus. I understand you love your family. You love your friends. Some of you love your pastor. I know. And I love you too. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Too late. <laughs> but anyway. Well, you love people, right? You love children. 
you know, you probably love certain politicians and, or you love certain artists, singers, movie stars, whatever. You, it is, it's understandable. You follow their lives. You follow their story, correct? <laughs> but don't forget something. You need to live your own life. You need to learn to live your own life. Right? You love your spouse, you love your kids, you love your this, you love everybody, you love the politician, you love the singer, you love the preacher, you love the singer, you love whatever, the, the team, whatever. Fine. But you need to live your own life. You have a life. Live your own life. And you need to say to yourself, stop with this social media. Put the phone away for a moment. Say, Wait a minute. What is what I have to do with myself? Yes. What am I going to do for myself, for God, and for the kingdom through me? You have a life. Live your own life. And you have to learn to live alone. Why is it, my friends... If you allow me to ask you this question, why is it that some people just are so frightened to be by themselves? What do you think is going to happen? The boogeyman is going to come after you? Mice. A mice? <laughs> Stampede? It's important... It's important that each one of us learn to live alone, even for couples, husband and wife, husband and wife, mother and son, mother and daughter. You know, those that, that are such a great friends in the, in the workplace, great friends in church. But you have to learn to live alone. Live, live your own life and learn to be by yourself. Lead yourself. It's okay. For those who live with uh, somebody, here's the bad news for you. Eventually, whoever is with you is going to die. Whoever you spend your life with, share your life with, is going to go to heaven. Period. And then what? So you have your life with that person that you love so much. It's great, but you have your own life. So you have to, to take your time to be by yourself, doing your own things, and, and be okay by, by being by yourself. And then is when you have to have to yourself, you need to give yourself compassion, but at the same time, you have to be firm with yourself, right? You, you know what? I use the word leash sometimes for analogies, and I don't want to offend anybody, okay? I don't want to offend anybody. This is not, I am not putting anybody in the place of an animal, okay? No, it's not what I'm saying. It's just a figure of speech, but what I do to myself, I put myself with a little, you know, a short leash to myself. Meaning, I can do certain things and then when I am going 
of I pull myself with the leash. Hey, 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 no. You have to be compassionate with yourself, but at the same time, you have to be firm with yourself. And you say, no, <laughs> no, no, that's not right. How, how can we do that? How can we put that leash? You know what is it? It's, it's God's word. That's precisely the answer. It's God's word. Because when you are reading the word of God, and I want to reach today to my dear viewer. You watching, my friend, wherever you are, I want to tell you this. You have to invest time with the Bible every day, even if it's five minutes. Because if all that you are doing is just listening to podcasts and videos and songs and preachers, and, uh, you are missing a very important part of your devotion with God. It's that private time where you are going to have the Bible, whether it's a hard copy or digital. When that passage of the scripture is going to talk to you directly, and when you read that, that power that will come from the scripture to your heart is going to transform you. But if you refuse to do it, don't do it. Don't do it. And why I say don't do it? Because it's not my life. It's your life. You make the decision. My suggestion to you is that in your daily devotion, open the Bible. Turn on the Bible. And read the passage. Five minutes, ten minutes, you will read. You know, we provide here in Victory Church a daily verse. And I thank you, Sebastian, for doing that every day. How many of us could invest time every day just by reading that verse of the day? Read it and reflect for five minutes on that passage. Let me tell you, that will start growing in your heart and your soul that you will say, that's a beautiful concept. I love how God is talking to me through this verse. That is the way that you will have that leash. Self-leash, right? Absolutely. You know what? Next Sunday, I'm going to talk to you about 72 divided 2. That's the topic for next Sunday. Who knows the answer? You are getting your calculator. Some others already computed it. Well, that is the topic for next Sunday. Returning to what the Lord is talking to us today. <laughs> I am the Lord, and I made you. I am the one who created you. I have helped you since you were in your mother's womb. That, that's you. That's you. The Lord made you, created you. Do you know that the Lord will guide you as much as you want? As much as you want. If you say, listen to this, Lord, I will like to start listening to preachings. He will guide you. Lord, I would like to start reading the Bible. The Lord will guide you. 
Lord, I would like to start giving some money to the church. The Lord will guide you. Lord, I would like to go once in a while to the church. The Lord will guide you. Lord, I would like to not watch certain things that are nasty on TV. The Lord will guide you. Lord, I would like to serve you a little here and there. The Lord will guide you. The Lord will guide you as much as you want. How much guidance do you need? A lot. I need a lot of guidance. Last night, I'm in my home helping somebody. I'm outside. They are about to leave. And when we are in, in the outside of the house, in the porch, and I was talking with this friend, I said, give me a second, please. I closed my eyes, and I prayed, and I said, Lord, guide me. <laughs> guide me. My little brain, I don't think is working anymore. I don't know what's the right thing to do right now. Please guide me. So my friend said to me, Gianna wanted to, please, one second. G give me a second. Give me a second. And I'm standing next to him, closed my eyes, and I prayed, Lord, please, guide me, Lord. Pay attention to him. You know what happened? The Lord guided me. The Lord told me exactly what I needed to say. And it made so much sense to me. Ha, that's good, Lord. You're good, Lord, you're good. <laughs> right? So I talked to my friend. Because the Lord will guide you, my friend, as much as you want. Whether it's in your marriage, in your finances, with your children, with your health, any problems, you are looking for somebody to love and to be loved, health situations, any situation, the Lord will guide you. He will guide you as much as you want. So you need to tell yourself, what are you waiting? <laughs> what are you waiting? That's what you need to tell yourself. But perhaps somebody there, out there watching or listening is thinking, well, I don't know even what, where to start. Well, it's very simple. You start by giving your life to the good Lord. And I will invite you to say a prayer with me. This prayer is going to be on the screen. And I want you to just say these words as you see it. All together. Dear God, I do want to renew my mind myself. I need to change. I need to see what I am doing wrong. I need you. I open my heart to you, Lord. I confess my sins before you. Please forgive me. I need to change. I want to obey you and trust you and serve you forever, my Lord. Starting today, I want to see life and people exactly as you do. Please help me, Lord. My friends, where all this begins? On the cross. Thanks to the sacrificial death of our Lord Jesus Christ, we are forgiven. Correct? So what if we say all together, I am forgiven and saved by faith in Jesus. Therefore, I can also declare my life is going to be great and blessed this year, 2020. Dear friends, 
You are blessed in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Have a beautiful rest of your Sunday, and I'll see you next week. Amen. Anytime a heart turns from darkness to light, anytime temptation comes and someone stands to fight, anytime somebody lives to serve and not be served, I know, I know, I know, I know. you for watching Victory Church. Please feel free to contact us. Our email address is info at vchurch.us and our phone number is 432-614-9798.